Yeah. I didn't have my usual breakfast of chilled legumes. Some frosty lentils. Uh, frosty lentils cereal. Hmm. Because we knew nothing. We knew we didn't know anything else to do with. Cooled Fabergé. Is it Fab Fabergé? I think it's Favreau. Is how you pronounce it. No, that's his last John. Name. Yeah. John. <laughs> <laughs> have noticed our podcast may sound a little different. While we always wear a mask and maintain social distancing during recording, Tom and I have moved recording to a larger, not-so-enclosed space to ensure an even safer recording of our episodes. We appreciate you listening and enjoy the show. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based company with a great U.S. team making quality consumer and professional audio equipment. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I host the show using two Rode pod mics and a Rodecaster Pro for mixing and stings. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their equipment to purchase or learn more by going to mpex.com and searching Rode. That's mpex.com, search R-O-D-E. And a special thank you to Ray Sherlow for our intro music and all of the other music that you hear when we're not talking. If you dig his tunes like I do, head over to his Bandcamp page. It's raysherlow.bandcamp.com. If you have any uh, difficulty with the spelling, don't worry. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. Thanks, Ray. So I got my Leo mug here full of green tea with jasmine. <laughs> green tea with jasmine. It's a soft J. <laughs> Is green tea with jasmine what you always drink, or do you sometimes go Earl Grey, black? I love pretty much all tea, but I my go-to Shamamil. in the morning is... Is like I, I like a caffeinated tea in the morning, so like uh, uh, Earl Grey, English breakfast... Uh, or like, uh, what is it? A I, uh, yeah. chamomile. Chamomile is more of a flowery herbal tea, which yeah, it's I love like a that nighttime. Too. It's a nighttime tea, right? So good, yeah. So, I love it. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, delicious. And like, I'm, I have had coffee this morning. I don't normally drink coffee, but I stopped by Parable and uh-huh. saw Ben Willis this morning. Oh, hey. Lowercase B on Instagram. He's got a phenomenal photographer. He is. And he actually took my portrait while I was waiting for my coffee to get made. I can't wait to see how that comes out. Yeah. And now for, I did I did peep that uh the the back part of his camera and saw that he may have had some uh eight hundred T. Okay, some Sinistil. Sinistil. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Interesting. Uh now you know what really what I think is just so cool about one He's so in tune with his community, which I think like the the Columbus, the artist community, the black community, I just, I think he's so in tune with it and he's so plugged into it. I think that's so freaking cool. But the other thing about uh, Ben Willis, um, he was a, he had an Instagram takeover for us a while back. Um, but when he posts photos and I think it might be like his home, it just has like plants everywhere. And I don't know if that's his house or if that's just like where, like his artist space, but I just think that has to be like the chillest place to yeah. be ever yeah it almost looks like what what do they call it like a florida room where it's mostly yeah, glass yeah, yeah glass enclosed yeah um but yeah and he's just i don't know he's chill but engaging and thoughtful like he's just a good dude and his art also speaks to that yep and yeah i love his series i hope like so he actually has a show coming up i don't have the details he said that it was we're actually in the works of printing some enormous prints for him yeah and they're going up somewhere in ccad he mentioned the building but i i didn't go to ccad so i don't i don't remember the specific building but yeah he like i'm excited to go see that and just see art again but i hope i think i've talked to him at one point 
And I think that he mentioned maybe putting out a book at some point. And I think that his work would be so good in a book. I, I would pre-order that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he works in series, like series of photographs yeah. so frequently. And yeah. it like tells a story and it's really nice. Yeah. Um, admittedly, when I first like m- met him, I was uh, surprised at his height. Yeah, he's tall. He's a tall dude. He's got probably two or three inches on me, and I'm six foot. You're six foot? Yeah. You're six foot? Yeah. I had no idea that. You, I felt like we were the same height. How, how tall are you? I'm not shorty. I'm 5'9". Five 5'9 nine. Five na- I mean, and a half when I wake up. That's like three <laughs> That's like three inches different. That's not that big of a difference, but yeah, we're huh. pretty close to the same height. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Are we... Oh, so... How we? How do we want to kick this off? So, do we do we want to do our like our intro jokey thing first, or do we want to like because we? Honestly, I'm cool just even opening it with Ben there. Okay, that's cool. Or something like that, or or I mean, at some point we do have to explain what this this episode's about. Yeah, we could even (laughs) we could have this as the joke in the beginning (laughs) of us figuring out what this episode is gonna be. We we didn't really get a skeleton from our executive producer. Hey, Maddie, we can't operate without a skeleton. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about things without the things this in is, front of me to talk about. This is truly uh, an exhibit on how lost we are without Maddie. Yeah. Uh, so I do have a few questions to start off the podcast, though. Okay, let's start. Let's have those few questions, and then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about. So uh, do you, you celebrate the holidays. What What do you celebrate? Uh, Festivus. Festivus. (laughs) The solstice. We uh, arrange... Yeah, I don't know if that would be insulting to people who uh, uh, celebrate the the solstice, but I always imagine it. Never mind. Anyway, (laughs) it doesn't matter what my ignorance imagines. Uh, What do you celebrate? Uh, I celebrate Christmas. I I try to celebrate... I'm not Jewish. I will tell you this, but I try to celebrate every year Hanukkah, but my wife tries to keep telling me that we're not jewish and i said well it doesn't matter i mean it's still it's still a nice little festival of lights yeah i i I, uh it catches me off guard every year hanukkah does i celebrate christmas as well like i grew up going to sunday or going to christmas mass the night before yep we did too and all of that well not mass but a, a service yeah yeah um but yeah what what has been your what has been in the history of Kevin Deskins? Oh boy, what's been your favorite uh, Christmas gift that you've ever received? Oh my gosh, Tom! I don't know. I mean, I mean, there was one. There was one, dude. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I've had, I've had uh, Christmas. So I remember. I'm just like thinking of like iconic Christmases. Mm-hmm. There was one Christmas, and I was younger, and I got a mongoose like BMX bike. Oh yeah, and I was stoked about that. Oh yeah. Come with pegs and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally did. Did you wreck yourself like I, shortly after? I, well, not shortly after, but I did. I did wreck myself on that bike uh, once, and I scraped up my like kind of forearm area pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Um, no stitches or anything, just like a really bad uh, like. Con- what, what would you call it? Road rash? Con- yeah, yeah. Concrete rash. It was yeah. a sidewalk. So. Road burn. Sure, sure. Um, and then there was um, three Christmases ago, uh, my wife bought me a drone, mm. which was, was like, a, it blew me away because I had no idea. Like, I just, no clue. No yeah? Clue. Yeah, totally caught off guard. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, so those those are the two that, like, stick out in my mind. So my parents buying me uh, uh, the mongoose bike and then um, my wife buying me uh, a drone. Those were those are the Christmases that like in my head stick out real big. Yeah, yeah. Mine, uh, mine was uh, so actually, I wore this for a reason. My brother got me my first mechanical watch one year for Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was a Seiko SKX zero one five, I think. Uh huh. What? Oh. But it's like uh, they call it a Pepsi, Pepsi diver. Yeah, yeah, the Pepsi diver. You showed me this the, the other day. I like, I like that watch a lot. Oh, you it's, switched out the band though. No, so this is actually a so, different one. A different one. So oh my goodness. La- so later, actually, last year, uh, 
my mom and the girl that I was dating, I, I won't get into that, uh, got me basically the big boy version of this, uh-huh. like the the slightly larger one. And yeah, and it was definitely because of this one that my brother got me that I think he just, I think he ended up with it from like a trade with a friend or something. He like has always been into cameras and stuff and would just kind of trade things with friends and right. watches and all that stuff. And so... I think he ended up with it and realized it was too small for him and was like, this would be a pretty awesome. And it was like, I think my freshman or sophomore year of college. Yeah. So it was like, I felt like an adult, yeah. you know, with like a watch, you know, <laughs> it, it felt significant I in some way. I got a big boy watch. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of beat the crap out of it and went swimming with it. It's all faded. And I modified it at one point and messed up the dial a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of cool. And then. Yeah, and then besides this, I would say, like, along the similar terms of your uh, mongoose bike. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my actually, my parents and my brother kind of chipped in, and my brother, they all took me to, I think it was Flamingos was the skate shop in the Dayton Mall, or in the... Or, That's a good name. That's a good yeah. name for a skate shop. I yeah. like. I dig I that. I think it was the mall at Fairfield Commons, but they actually took me, and I got a custom skateboard made, like okay, uh, well, custom in the sense that you pick out the trucks and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an alien workshop board and all this stuff. It okay. was super cool, and I I loved it, and did I definitely you, wrecked myself. You, so so just kind of let's rewind a second. So for those who don't know. Tom's obsessed with watches, and these people are called horolophiles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word. That is such a... Horology un- is the study uh, uh, measurement of time and the obsession of yeah. it. And Tom... Nothing rolls you, off the tongue like horolophile. Well, I mean, oh. it's like an, like an audiophile or <laughs> yeah, like... A, sure. Yeah, sure. Or like a, I understand the concept a of the human language, but yeah, I'm still not... It's just, yeah, not a... Well, it's what you Not are. a catchy word. Except what you are, Tom. <laughs> I accept it. Um, do you want to disclose how many timepieces you own? Is that something that you're comfortable doing? Is it in not the, really? Can I can I can I <laughs> ask if it's in the hundreds? It's not in the hundreds. Okay, well that's good. That's not too terrible. I think it's under twenty. Oh. See, I was thinking you had like a closet full of watches. No, and most of them, like I do have a few that were gifts. A couple actually from one of my good friends here from the store that I met. Like, uh, he's he w- he started out as a customer, and we just kind of hit it off. We like exchanged numbers, and now we sh- like we go shooting every once in a while and stuff. I'm not gonna mention his name because I don't think that he would want. I don't know. That's weird to... And then another good friend of mine has gifted me a watch, and he recently got his first mechanical watch. Hey, Randall. And <laughs> I, I love it. I love, like, the... Like, he was so enthusiastic about it and was like, I don't know. He kind of was like, is this a good one? And I was like, that one is sweet. And, like, yeah. just... I don't know. It's cool. And it's another thing to nerd out about and yeah. kind of build a community around for over sure. these little stupid things that we've that fascinate us yeah yeah um but yeah so uh g- kind of like going back to the the skate shop thing did you ever get the uh ccs uh magazine and just like skim through that and check out oh, all the yeah. decks and boards and oh, stuff oh yeah honestly so hey matt day uh so <laughs> one of the early things that like connect that i i watched matt day's uh camera videos or just like the ideology behind like what how he shoots and stuff like or i guess the philosophy behind how he shoots and all that stuff and he used to mention like ccs and like skateboard stuff and i was like oh cool like this guy that shoots like it is not an old curmudgeony whatever yeah like he's we don't think that of all like a shooters though (laughs) no but there's definitely different like stigmas that you get off the internet and stuff like that before you know people that actually have the things and stuff like that yeah sure all right so uh kind of just getting uh on track here to what we're doing today what is today what is this podcast about kevin i know we have just 12 minutes in and we're we're I'm just, cool with we're it. going on Christmas stuff but really this podcast today is called the state of the podcast it's a kind of an end of the year wrap-up insert I would say. like orchestral music here 
I was gonna sing Star Wars music, but I don't know if we we probably that. I mean, even if I sing it incorrectly, we would probably be infringing on some sort of copyright. Yes. Yeah. So let's not do that. Yeah. So, but yeah. So today we were gonna talk about um, everything that 2020 was uh, uh, for the podcast, for Midwest Photo, for ourselves. Um, you just heard us go through kind of like a Christmas recap, um, but we want to talk about the good. Uh, what we want to improve on, and what's coming up for the next year. Yeah. 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 That sounds great. So um, I kind of want to just give a round of applause to all of the workers at Midwest Photo. And Absolutely. And I'm talking from the the shipping department all the way up to the front counter when mm-hmm. you first get greeted. Um, Tom, your team's been awesome. You yeah. Know, Tom's I mean, the sales floor manager, and he... We have, you know, this year has been tough. Starting, you know, in January, we... I feel like tough isn't a tough enough <laughs> word for what we've experienced yeah. as as the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, for this sure. Year. And the workers of Midwest Photo all all rallied, you know, in, in January. There were murmurs in February. The murmurs got louder. And in March, ultimately, an order came down that uh, made us uh, shut our doors um, for... A, a time we maintained curbside service and Deliveries, local, deli- local and delivery like and national delivery and everything. And uh, we were able to do that with the hard work of everybody here at Midwest photo. Absolutely. And we're still a company today that is open. Unlike many that we, we mourn several small businesses here in Columbus that have gone. Oh, yeah. But we're lucky and fortunate that we have an awesome team here that has worked so so hard to uh make sure that our our business stayed afloat and uh stayed healthy and so thank you to everybody at at midwest photo um like i said all the way from the shipping department to the front yeah we've we've asked difficult things of a lot of people here yeah and everyone has responded in such a positive way and it's like yeah it is honestly like it's been eye-opening to like kind of the resilience of of the people that work here yeah and it's it's been amazing but it's also been like i don't know i'm i'm ready for it to be over like everyone else but <laughs> but it's it's been an incredible test and people and the people that work with alongside us here at midwest photo have just they've been awesome yeah yeah, yeah. for sure and um I, you know honestly i'm trying to remember what uh it, it, it and so it, you know let's kind of go back to that many people you know, we're working from home and wearing different hats and we rerouted our phone lines to go to cell phones. And it was just absolutely wild. Uh, the amount of work that we were able to get done. Uh, Adapt or die. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like I said, like I said in, uh, 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 willingness to fail, you, ha- you have to adapt or else you're going to die. And I meant that in a, in a business uh, way, but it's also, I think true of, of species as well. But, um, hmm. and, and so, I again just a big round of applause. I think people putting on several different hats in order to make that happen yeah. has made that possible. Um Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember at what point we actually, you know, like for example, I, I, just to highlight an individual here and I don't want to discount anybody's hard work, but Maddie O'Neill, um she was actually planning on moving to Florida uh and did move to Florida. Um, and so she had to leave our rentals department, but she stepped up to the plate and she became a very strong player in, uh, my marketing department, um, by becoming the social media coordinator. And she took charge of making sure that, you know, we were running, uh, regular contests and games and, you know, we had bingo boards on Instagram and everything. And Maddie's hard work there uh, allowed her to adapt into being our executive producer of this show. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. she pushed. You know, Tom and I had batted around this this idea of developing a podcast because Midwest at one point had batted around the idea of making a podcast with three other employees, um, some of some of which are still here and and one of whom is not. Um, but we we wanted to. We talked about it. We talked about it. And Maddie actually put our feet to the fire <laughs> mm-hmm. and said, "We're going to develop this plan. We're going to make this show happen." Uh, if I if I remember correctly, it was we said, "Hey, we'll we'll get a we'll get a uh, a proof of concept, essentially a podcast uh, going 
we'll have one recorded by this date. And then, like, I think it was a week or two before she was like, so you guys ready to record your podcast yet? And it's like, it's coming up in a few, in a couple weeks. And we're like, uh, (laughs) sure, let's go for it. And (laughs) yeah. And then Maddie just kind of kept us on track. She started making outlines and skeletons and creating topics to talk about. And honestly, kind of going back to the social media thing, I don't think that we would have the engagement and reach and like, and just the communication between us and our customers that we normally get in shop without Maddie. Like I, like we've been able to keep it up on social media with like, with a tremendous amount of help from her. She's killing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the words of Cheyenne Banks, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Cheyenne, that is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so we developed this show and we're, uh, I'm, I'm going to just announce it now. The state of the podcast is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you know, and the president gets up there and the state so, of the uh, union is, is strong. So indeed. it'll keep going yeah. is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep this going and we might have, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about it this past week. We've got a lot of upcoming topics for the show. We've got a lot of things that we want to do. We've been reaching out to guests. We're really excited about some of those folks yeah. uh, that are coming on. Um, we're going to have uh, other podcasters on the show. Like, mm-hmm. should I should I even tease some of these? Go for it. Okay, so so we're going to have Matt Marash on the show. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I, right? Because he runs – so those who don't know, he runs uh, Film – uh, well, he's a he's a he's a co-host on Film Photography Project on F- the film FPP FPP. They like the <laughs> biggest film photography podcast. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, and it's he, the and he's, p- film photography. And he's podcast. so humble about it. He's like, you know, we just do what we do. And because I told him, I was like, look, I'm I'm kind of a little intimidated by this. You're a big podcaster out there when it comes to the film world. And he was like, why? And I was like, you guys are huge. And he's like. We're not that huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's also like, I don't know. He he is very humble. Like I, I, I've i said this many times, like with him helping customers in the shop, because he is, he's a sales associate. Like he, he works the sales floor just like all of us. And honestly, like he doesn't talk much about it. And I'll, I'll even tell customers, I'll be like, he's not going to tell you this, but he is on one of the biggest he's a pretty, film photographers. He's a big deal. Yeah. And like, trust his judgment he he's done this before he's in the dark room trying to make color prints from black and white negatives in some way that's like it's like he's always he's definitely a chemist in the form of a photographer right oh great you got some good sound effects going over there kev sorry which uh which little button did you hit for that on the on the roadcaster pro uh none of them it was actually my computer (laughs) um i'm just kidding i'm just (laughs) giving you crap so so we also so matt's matt's a big deal if you guys want to give him some uh you know support i mean he already has a huge following already but um, go check out the FPP or Film Photography Project podcast. Also, make sure to check out his YouTube page because it is a, he has a very consistent work on his He's YouTube page. He's an educator. He is too. an educator at heart, and he he hosts uh, live uh, or large format Fridays. Um, he's been doing cool stuff with that. I just looked at um, him and Lore, uh, his, his fiance uh, Lauren Bagley. Um, they they had their holiday photos done. Mm-hmm. Eight, I think it was eight by ten, and then you know, of course they did. Yeah, and then their doggos too. Yeah. Um, and, he and also shot uh, wedding portraits of Katie Sully, our one of our uh, wholesale Walter, team members. Walter now. Oh yeah, I'm Katie, sorry, Katie Walter. I'm an idiot. Uh, but anyways, he shot some of her wedding port, her and Jared's wedding portraits on eight by ten. That's really cool. I think even on slide film. So like, of course, why not do it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also check out. So since I mentioned Lauren, uh, make sure to check out her work too. She's an amazing illustrator, mm-hmm. um, and she she does all kinds of awesome work. Um, she's a freelance illustrator. Make sure to check her out too. We'll drop a link in the show notes to so, so you can see her work. Um, and then we've got people, uh, other, you know, Tariq, who's... Uh, I was, I was going to mention... Oh, like, man, Matt. I'm so looking forward oh, to that one. he's going to be on the podcast is what you're saying. I thought you were... Because he also has done stuff with Matt for Large Format Fridays yes. and stuff like yes. that. So... Um, oh, Tariq's one of my favorite humans. He is just the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then... Um, 
if you are into video, we've got um, video and photography. We've got um, uh, Mark and Nicole Pasternak will be on the show as well, which we're really looking forward to. We've got all kinds of cool, all of that to say, we've got really cool guests. I don't want to spoil all of them for you guys, but um, I'm very much looking forward to uh, 2021 and the stuff that we're going to have upcoming for that. Um, we're still going to keep our consistent um, calendar of uh, broadcasting our show every Thursday. We record every Sunday. Uh, we get it all fine-tuned. Tom edits the audio. Maddie, make sure that we have just stellar show notes so that you guys have all of the information that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also it, I mean, putting it out on social by, by Thursday. So Yeah. Uh, what was one of your favorite podcasts that we've recorded so far, Kev? Oh, man. So I actually... I. <laughs> I was thinking back to um, episode one, the big premiere. Yeah. And I don't even remember what we talked about during that one. It wasn't. Okay. So if you guys hadn't listened yet, I always warned people that like our first episode, our first episode was absolutely the longest episode we ever recorded. Yeah. It was like an hour and a half. It was like an hour and a half. And it told the origin story of Tom and I. Um, But the reason it sticks out in my head is because we had so many... Uh, initial technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. And I, th- I think we re-recorded that one like two or three times. Three be- times, yeah, yeah. because first the mics, then the then the micro SD card couldn't keep up with the roadcaster, and yep. then like all kinds of stuff. But Yeah, so yeah. Um, just a huge shout out to uh, our sponsor, Road, with that, because I... You know, I talked to Ryan White a few times, just like trying to diagnose what we were doing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we got it all sorted out. So our sponsor, our, our only sponsor here on the show, Rode Microphones, um, which you hear at the beginning of every podcast. We just want to give uh, uh, Ryan and Jeff at Rode USA a huge shout out because they've always been super helpful. But yeah, um, the number episode number one always sticks out in my head. I think um, that honestly, we needed that re-recording time of three times to like get comfortable behind yeah, the mics anyway, yeah, and for like sure. there was a looseness to it too, just because it's like who knows if this is gonna actually work. So yeah. like, yeah, let's roll with it. Um, and then I think like the willingness to fail is is a good one when they had a lot of good topics. I had a lot of fun with you and Austin on our Halloween lighting episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I can pick like a favorite episode really. I just. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like looking through the list of all the episodes that we that we did, and um, it just yeah, just so many cool things um that we that we did this year. What about you? What was your what? Do you have like a favorite in your head or a favorite uh you know moment, guest, whatever it might be? So I really liked uh I really liked the willingness to fail one, just because I think that that sparked some really good conversation between the two of us, and it was like. It was really, I don't, I don't know how, how well it was received or anything, but it like, it, it was engaging for me and it like, it was thought provoking, like even just in the recording moment for me. Um, and then I really, I also really liked, uh, the, the conversation that we had with Andy about printing. Oh yeah. That was good too. Yeah. Um, and then what's in your bag was, was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Cause we got some really good. Uh, photos out of that. Funny enough, my uh, sister was scrolling through Facebook one day, mm-hmm. um, and you know she's she's not a photographer. She actually, uh, to my knowledge, doesn't own a camera, even a even a point shoot. She uses her phone. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Which is fine. Sure. Um, yeah. But she uh, and I can't remember if she does or does not follow. She doesn't follow the podcast on social media, but she does. I can't remember if she does or does not follow Midwest Photo on on. And she saw that picture of you and I jumping, like doing, oh, our, yeah. doing our heel click with our peak design bags oh, yeah. in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and she was like, oh, hey, it's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. Uh, but yeah, and it, like, I don't know. I, I now kind of thinking back even to the beginning one, like, I don't know. Like, I, I did have, I, I do enjoy those long conversations. And yeah. I don't know if our, if, if you're a listener, let us know if like, if you would enjoy like a longer kind of, yeah, just a longer, more kind of, uh, more detailed conversation. I don't know, something like that. But yeah, I just listened to a three hour long podcast <laughs> with like two hockey. I think it was Aaron Port's line and I forget what his co-host's name is, but she's really good too. Uh, but it's like front and nationwide podcast, but all they did was literally talk to like all of the 
the NHL announcers and stuff for three hours and ask them like what they're thankful about and all that stuff. And I don't know. I think sometimes that's that's nice. But yeah, let us know if you if you guys are interested in hearing a, kind of a longer, longer, more thoughtful kind of format as well. Yeah, we don't have the whole uh, year plotted out yet. So if you know we've got we've got shows coming up in in January that we already have topics for and we've got guests that we've already plotted on the map for for uh, you know here and there, um, but we don't yet have um, we don't yet have like the full year planned out. So if you have ideas about what uh, kind of episodes you want to hear about or what kind of topics you might want to hear about, heck, maybe you have just one question. If you give us one question. Uh, we could absolutely make that uh, <laughs> into a full episode with uh, no absolutely. doubt. Absolutely, no doubt we could do that. Um, and you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it was um, sorry, my mind just went blank. Uh, we did get an email in from our last episode that I totally just failed to to recall. Okay, and it's from my dad. I was, I you know, it's funny. I just wrote a note down. Uh, a, a little note here on my piece of paper. Ask Kevin about his dad in concrete because I remembered <laughs> asking asking him for some feedback as far as what was, what's the favorite, what's the craziest thing that he's seen made out of uh, concrete or yeah. yeah. So um, Tom, this will thrill you. Um, did you did you see the email? I can't recall if you if you read no, it. I did not. Oh my gosh, you're just your mind's about to get blown. Are you ready for I'm this? I'm excited. Yeah, my dad, Steve Deskins. Yeah, right. So my so background, my dad, he used to pour concrete um, for a local uh, concrete supplier, and he um, has been on all kinds of jobs and seen all kinds of things. He's done small jobs like driveways. He's done big jobs, and here's one of his big jobs. That's okay. He poured the concrete underneath the ice at Nationwide Arena. No way! That ice that your dude, dude skate on underneath is my dad's concrete. That's rad. <laughs> That's super cool. See, and I was going to say, like, I was going to say, man, I hope it's not something just like Madison Square Gardens made mostly out of concrete, but I don't even care. Like, it's, yeah, that's great. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so. He's, that's funny. He's, like. He's I'm going to be that. thinking about your dad. So I typically shoot, there's a fifth line 5K that uh, is a 5K race that ends at center ice every year mm-hmm. at, at the at the Nationwide Arena. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be thinking about your dad when I'm out there, like at the finish line, <laughs> capturing these people, all the finishers, and I'm standing on Kev's dad's concrete. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so he, he did that. What's your dad's name? Steve. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, for sure. Thank for you sure. so much for that. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. Here we go. I found the email here. Um, so he did he did the uh, a cool concrete projects I've been on are really there are really a lot. Uh, Nationwide Arena comes to mind, especially the floor where the ice is. So he did that. Um, it was a dis- hold on. Can I ask? Is the concrete above a cooling system or below the or is it so a part of the cooling system? It was a design of the concrete mix and. So I'm just trying to, it was a design of the concrete mix and what we were pouring over. So coils are like in the concrete. So there's like the cooling coils and then the concrete goes in. How mixes. does it not crack with the temperature fluctuations? Man, I don't, you guys, I'm, this, I'm I hope, <laughs> I really hope that we're making this into an engaging conversation about concrete pouring and ice <laughs> being upon it. But, yes. but that's super interesting. He said the Discovery Channel was actually there filming the entire process. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So did he meet Adam Savage? Because like I also like I doubt was... it. I doubt <laughs> Adam Savage. But uh, that that is super cool. Um, so here's another cool project that he's been on since. My mind is like going crazy right now with like <laughs> how does like the transfer of heat work within concrete and how did, know, like man. how cold do those coils have to get to actually produce ice on the top because i would think of concrete as like an insulation as well right right so it wouldn't transfer heat that well as far as like in my brain it's not uh, i don't know that's I don't, crazy i don't know how it works dude but I, 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 so here's another crazy project all right when the ohio state was building the james cancer research center mm-hmm. so keep in mind the James has all kinds of stuff going on with cancer. And one of them sure. is, um, well, and a lot of research and all kinds of stuff like, yeah. 
So in the James, there mm-hmm. are intense radiation rooms. Whoa. He poured some of the walls at the James. And when concrete is poured, there's like, it can be wet or it can be dry. And a certain amount of water has to be kind of mixed into mm-hmm. it and everything. This had to be very thick concrete. But in addition, it had to have mixed in sand imported from Africa in order to reduce the radiation flowing through those rooms. So when you pour those walls, because the radiation, you yeah. don't want radiation going all over them. I was going to say, are the, was like the concrete poured around like slabs of lead or something as well or something? Um, but that's crazy. So they added sand imported from Africa and steel shot was mixed in as well to the concrete. Interesting. To reduce the radiation flowing through the building. What do you think the cell phone reception's like in that room? Awful. <laughs> Awful. It's, a, it's probably a Faraday cage. So um, the other, the, the last project he mentions here is that, because um, we talked about the concrete ship on uh, the last mm-hmm. episode, right? Um, the company property has two ponds, lakes, what what whatever you want to call them when you actually go up to their headquarters you're talking about the concrete facility yes so the 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 office the office Mm -hmm. has a main plant Mm -hmm. attached to it so when you drive up to it there's just a single road going up to it to like a two-way road and Mm -hmm. on either side of the road there's two like lakes one of them is um one of them is for dumping concrete so excess concrete that just gets left in the in the drum and they don't need it on the job. The trucks kind of just pull up there and, and dump it. And they've been dumping in there for years and years and years. And it's just, it's a, you don't want to fish. Yeah. In. There's no fish in there. There's no life in there. Yeah. Anything. So it's just like a wasteland of concrete. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't flow to any other creeks or anything. So it's, it's totally, mm-hmm. you know, safe. The other one is more of like a natural uh, lake. You know, they, they have a, um, awnings there and and picnic tables so when Mm -hmm. they have like company outings you can go and fish and you can have lunch and things like that um but on on that one i believe they have done uh it sounds like they've they've worked with universities to do competitions and studies on concrete designed boats so (laughs) interesting yeah so they've he's worked with them to uh help them understand the nature of concrete and everything so that um when they go out there they're you know, they're being safe, but they're also learning about uh, how concrete could work as a structural device yeah. on, on water. I guess like concrete is kind of like almost like a styrofoam type of thing where you could make it as dense or as uh, kind of light as you wanted to, like based yeah. on how much air you're yeah. leaving in there, how there's many air, air pockets and air, all that. There's air mixture, sand mixture, water mixture. Everything plays a part into how that concrete ends up. It's yeah, it's like the cappuccino I just had from Parable, you know? Like <laughs> it's, you, it's you just aerate like... it more and it's gonna you're gonna get that foam, you're gonna get that nice, frothy, delicious foam, or you can get a latte, which is very little foam, you know, and just mostly dense coffee at the bottom. I dig it. All of that to say, guys, we just took a question we had in the last episode. My dad gave me like two paragraphs on it, and we just made a fifteen minute conversation out of concrete so if you send in your questions if you send in your ideas we could make an entire hour-long show <laughs> out of it. and if you record your voice we'll even we'll even like we'll leave that in and yeah you'll you'll have your voice heard on yeah. two weird camera beards you'll be you'll be somewhat of a weird camera beard by sending in a question or something absolutely uh yeah and that is that is sweet that is so cool yep so Material sciences is just so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You said Steve, right? Steve. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I'm going to tell him you have all kinds of new questions about the nationwide area structure. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to start another podcast called Two Weird Concrete Beards. <laughs> he... Actually, Three Weird Concrete Beards because <laughs> Steve's going to have to come. Yep. He doesn't He doesn't have a beard right now, though. He, he, it's he... all right. It's a metaphor. It's it's chill. Right. It's an honorary beard. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Maddie's an honorary beard. She, yeah. Like, she's, yeah. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that we're using honorary beard in the correct like nomenclature. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's whatever. It's chill. But yeah. Cool. Uh, so what do you so we talked about, you know, what has happened in this last year to Midwest, what has happened in this last year to the podcast, um, how we can integrate 
listener questions and comments. And we've talked about, uh, did I say we talked about the future of the podcast? But we really haven't talked about the future of Midwest. Hmm. What do you aspire Midwest to be in 2021? What do you, what, what kind of goals does Midwest have, Tom? Honestly, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, just because every, so if any of you have worked in retail or if you're currently working in retail, you know this just from experience, but every day you start out with a set of, of goals for the day and many days you get to none of them just because each day presents its own, its new set of problems and all that sort of thing. Yep. With COVID, that's extru- that is so much more the case, and it is so much more like with new with new uh, procedures getting put in place, with new precautions, and with every time uh, our governor Dwine has a conference and stuff, it's it's all affecting the way we do business here, and so with all of that, we haven't. I haven't had the chance to really hone in and focus on bettering the cut. Well, we've we, uh, the whole exercise of bettering the customer experience here has been focused on safety <clears throat> and making sure that our our customers, you guys, get taken care of just as well with all of the safety precautions and making it feel not weird and making it not feel like we're in a pandemic taking you out of that space a little bit to to enjoy yourself and nerd out a little bit about new gear or whatever and for this upcoming year i'm just i mean i'm honestly i'm hopeful with the vaccines and all of that that's that that are just now starting to get put it like put to use and all of that and i'm hoping that at some point we can reach an end to this like of COVID and start kind of expanding even further beyond what we've been in the past in terms of just customer, like making your, making every experience a great one and making every experience. Like I, I love retail spaces that have lots of pleasant surprises along the way that make things more fun and take you out of things and just, and more enjoyable. Like I, I always think of us as like cosi for camera nerds <laughs> and I want to be more of that. Like yeah. I just like, which I, we honestly haven't, like, we have a little bit with the, uh, actually with your help a lot and with Ken's help a lot with uh, like the 30 minute one-on-ones. Yep. Little, so the little we, play space. If those of you who haven't been to our store in a while, we have a little play space in our, in our front of our store where it's, it's, it's like a studio setup. So you can play with lighting, you can play with cameras, you can play with, macro we even have like uh fake food if you want to try out food photography stuff like that so make sure you check out our website if you want to sign up for a it's a free 30 minute one-on-one so you get a one-on-one time you know undistracted with one of our sales associates it costs you nothing yeah yeah and you learn about tools that that will help you along the way and all that sort of thing and i i want to see i would like to do more things like that more little more little pockets of uh, of experience that will that will kind of emulate or exercise different parts of your brain that gets you thinking about photography in different and unique ways. Yep. So that's that's one of my goals. It's also like a goal of mine just to like maintain what we've set in place with the safety and all of that, and making sure that everybody feels both comfortable but safe from like exposure to COVID and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I, yeah maintaining six feet like all that stuff hand sanitizer washing your hands mm-hmm. uh sanitizing gear when we get it back and making sure that we don't have we've actually we've set a limit in the store for the amount of uh customers in the shop that is well below our full, like our normal capacity uh but yeah i also like apart from covid and all that like like if once we reach the end of this, I'm really hoping that in 2021 that we can have a real feature fair and just welcome everybody back into the shop and That's see everybody's faces. But big. I don't know that that will happen in 2021. We'll see. Yeah. If it can. That's going to be the biggest photo party in Columbus, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> I am so – like I'm getting chills right now. I'm so looking forward to that because that, that is – 
when I get to see all of our camera reps and say hello and just like these are the guys that support us to support you like day in and day out and hook us up with things and allocate allocate things so that we can make sure that you're well taken care of but also seeing like all of your faces and making connections within the central ohio photographic community like introducing you guys to each other that like we know that you guys do similar work and you guys would be like i don't know just all of that stuff and i don't know more hugs and towards the end of 2021 (laughs) hopefully gosh man yeah i know right Cool. Yeah, I dig that. I'll get off my soapbox and let you let you respond to that same question. <laughs> what am I most what what do I what do I what do what what do I what do I uh, <laughs> <laughs> What is the what's the rooster's name in uh Looney Tunes? The same day, same day, same day. <laughs> the foghorn I said I said I said <laughs> Yeah. Um so I aspire Midwest. So I I you know you've got your aspirations and they, they really rotate around the, the customer experience. And that makes sense. Cause you're a Salesforce manager. And yeah. um, I, I, I want those things too. And I, I would absolutely love to start developing more kind of play spaces in our, in our store mm-hmm. uh, where people can have fun. How weird has safely, it been? Safely have yeah. fun. How weird has it been for you? Cause I know I've heard you mention this in the shop a lot this year. Uh, how weird has it been to, in your role as kind of marketing uh, m- director of marketing to direct people away from in-store experiences. And so I'm not necessarily directing them away. That's uh, true. And, and uh, so it is weird. You, you know, phrase I'm, things better with words than, <laughs> than me. I would say I, I encourage uh, safe online shopping but I understand and recognize that there are individuals, and especially in a, in a community like ours, the photo, video, audio, printing community, um, there are individuals who simply, they're visual kinesthetic learners. And they sure. cannot, you know, some people can't listen to this podcast because they're not you know, audio learners. They can't sure. hear us and they can't really recognize that. So the people who are visual kinesthetic learners, they need to see and they need to touch. Yeah, And those people... Which is most people, to be fair. It is. That's the like, majority of learners, yes. Because yeah, learning is usually like a mixture of like touching, feeling, right. doing, and reading. And when you get that. into our community, it's it's nearing ninety nine percent. Yeah. If not if not more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so we rec- I recognize that those people exist and that they need they need a space and they're just going to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the risk and I need to make sure that that space for them is as safe as possible. Sure. And is as enjoyable as possible at the same time. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of a, a balance beam. Like you've got, you've got to walk it and make sure you're bound. I've got to make sure I'm balancing my time between, you know, making sure that we're getting email blasts out to the people who, you know, don't want to go out. Cause I, I know, I know a few photographers who have, said, you know, I don't go out. I simply don't. They, yeah. they do their grocery shopping online. They pick sure. it up. They don't go to stores. They don't yeah. see family. So, and that's fine. That's totally fine. But there yeah. are some people who I are get it. putting the, ri- the they're, they're, they're risking it, but they know the risks and they, they just need to do it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a balancing game. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's not so much as not direct. It's more that you're not directing large crowds towards us. Right. Yeah. yeah. And less of, yeah, not yeah. directing people. Yeah. Um, so what I guess, going back to the original question, which is what what do I aspire for Midwest in, in 2021 mm-hmm. is, um, one, I want more original video content. And I'm working mm-hmm. I'm working myself on that. Yeah. I'm working with Matt Marash on that. Because um, aside from being an amazing film photographer, Matt Marash is an incredible videographer and editor. Yeah, um, I mean, he does his own YouTube stuff. Um, yeah, it seems like all of the big intimidating uh, technical things, mm-hmm. like like uh, large format film, and mm-hmm. then also working with big either cinema or uh, news coverage rigs. It seems like Matt's all about it, and yeah. just like yeah, he's very much of that tech junkie kind of guy. That and I like anytime I have PC gaming questions, like building a PC. Oh yeah, I go to him and I'm like, hey, what's uh. Oh yeah, is this a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, don't try to water cool your MacBook Pro." <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so I, I I want more video, original video content from us. I want us to I want us to have a nice, uh, consistent 
output of video for people to enjoy on on YouTube and on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and some Facebook. I know Facebook is kind of like it's it's had its heyday and it's kind of fading out, but I recognize some people still still have that platform. Um, but I'm also, you know, I also want to do fun things like TikTok. You know, we've we've developed a, a TikTok uh, account and we've got some really funny things on there that have, you know, TikTok's funny because you know, on, on one hand, my job as as director of marketing is is to market the company and make sure that it's it's getting money. But TikTok is a platform in which you're just having fun. It's you're marketing for sure. You're putting our name out there, but. I don't tag products on TikTok yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like I would on Instagram, for example. Yeah. And so it's it's really it's I a, still don't get TikTok completely. It's a foreign, it's a very foreign but, in that um you have to it's adapting to the platform because sure. people people don't want to go on there and be advertised to. Nobody sure. wants to go anywhere and be advertised sure. to. But that the truth is when you're getting something for free, you are the product. Yeah. And um Yeah. You stole that from Matt Marash, <laughs> huh? Have you? No, no? I, we talked about that. He's, in his, in he his, said that. Uh, that's, that's his. Yeah. That's no, his oh my gosh. I, that's like when I first heard about people complaining about like, um, you know, companies were complaining about n- not being able to reach all of their followers on Facebook. I'm like, well, that's the point. Yeah. You've got to pay for it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah they're, they're, they don't have those servers up for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's interesting, man. Yeah. So. I want more video content. I yeah. want more fun, uh, safe spaces to to play around in. I want us to stay successful. I want to maintain everything that we've we've been doing and improve the things that we've we've lacked in. Um, we have, thanks to our graphic designer Josh, we have a really nice, consistent imagery going on with uh, classes and graphics on our website. And I, oh, I yeah. couldn't be more proud of him. Um, I'm super. He's awesome, man. I know. Big We're so at, lucky to have I know. Josh here at the shop. Yeah, um, he's 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 a graduate of Pratt, so yeah. I mean that's just incredible that we've got well, somebody from yeah. like such a good design school that's working for us. And then he's we, just so responsive too. You're like, I need a graphic for, like something just happened today. We need a graphic for the door to let people know that this is happening. And he's like, boom, email back. Here's the graphic. Done. We're done, and it yeah. looks great, and it's on brand for Midwest Photo, and yeah. it's just, yeah, he's great for sure. And then you know, I'm I'm super proud of, uh, again, of Maddie on my on my team, being a social media coordinator and executive producer of the show. Uh, Maddie, if you don't know, Maddie holds at any given time like uh, more than it, she's like two or three jobs in. She's got she's not only yeah. working for us, but she's also doing other things, and she's going to school, and she's applying for graduate school, like. Yep just mind blowing the amount of if i was um cuz maddie's younger than both of us mm-hmm. and if i was as successful as maddie at or, that point in my yeah. life uh i i would i feel like she's going to win like a nobel prize or something yeah <laughs> yeah so, um really lucky to have maddie yeah for sure so i i want us to continue being a strong team uh, uh and improve the things uh that we've been doing and then also create new stuff like video content so yeah yeah yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I might ask you and Maddie to explain TikTok a few more times. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know how you bring it up in conversation to people, you're like, oh, on Reddit, and they're like, I just don't get Reddit. I don't understand it. It's very common for that yeah. to happen, and I feel that way about TikTok. Like, I don't know the in route into, like, finding my community there. Right, yeah. and that, that's a, that was me for Snapchat. Like I, never, I, I still, I, I, I don't comprehend Snapchat at all. Every about every like eighteen months, I'll re-download the Snapchat app and <laughs> use it for a week straight, just doing really stupid things yeah. to like close friends, and and then I'll like delete it again because I'm not using it. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, that's cool. cool. Tom, it's been a you know as we kind of wrap this up here, I think it's, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. And I'm, I'm honored to have you as a co-host here. It's it's been awesome. It's been awesome, man. I've really enjoyed our (laughs) talks. I've looked honestly and how weird COVID's been with everything and like timelines and all that stuff. This has remained like, Oh, podcast is in seven days that means we're about like it's been like a time passing measurement for me right right and it's also been something that like i don't know it's like i'm no i'm not going to bars or anything so like this is like me going and kind of shooting the breeze with somebody uh, uh, on a bar stool or something so (laughs) it's been good yeah when this is over we're gonna have to go throw some darts or something 
throw some darts? Yeah. It seems like a dangerous activity. No, I, like, uh, yeah, you go and you try to hit a bullseye and all that kind of thing. It's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, so one last thing before we kind of do our, our closer and everything. Are there any, because I'm a podcast junkie myself. Mm-hmm. And I listen to qu- to quite a few. You want to do some recommendations? Yeah, let's let's do some recommendations here. That are is you know I don't I don't listen to any other photo podcast. Like every now and then FPP, which we've already mentioned mm-hmm. half a dozen Same. times at this point. But uh, what kind of podcasts inspire you? Like what do you listen to to chill out or kind of? So this is going to be. So I'm just teasing a little bit here about uh, our little bonus episode that we're going to be releasing here soon. Oh boy. Uh, so I'm a big fan of film, cinema, movies, all that. Right. Um, and I'm I really like the ones that aren't like pretentious about it, mm-hmm. but also are very detailed in their like research and thoughtfulness with it. I really like film spotting. Okay. And I really like the Big Picture Show, and then the Rewatchables as well. I think those three are all done by the same studio, but they're very in depth and really great podcasts about movies. Yeah. Um, I'll let you. Let, how about we go blow for blow here? What's your? What's your? Give me a couple. Okay, so um, three that pop out here. I'm just like looking across my um, my my podcast. The one the one podcast that got me started in all podcasts, and I highly recommend. He is like a person I very much look up to. Um, it's the show is called This American Life. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's put on by NPR and WBEC, WBEZ Chicago, and the host is Ira Glass. He has he's been, the podcaster before podcasting was a thing. It's he, like Mark Marin status. He just on December thirteenth he did episode number seven twenty six to commemorate twenty five years of radio broadcasting for himself. Oh my Dude gosh. has been broadcasting for a quarter of a century. That's awesome. He is a master at telling stories. And, and I mean, just, you can get lost in what they talk about on that show. Um, another one that I really, really enjoy kind of along the same lines is a podcast by Gimlet Media, which is now owned by Spotify. Hmm. It's called Every Little Thing. Hmm. Um, it's hosted by a woman named uh, Flora Lickman, um so what a name uh she's awesome um yeah. i also i know somebody who sounds exactly like her like you cannot tell the difference between the two weird yeah um i even asked i, I even asked my friend lauren if she knew flora like are, are they related and they're not um so flora if you do hear this podcast at, at any point I, I need to be on your show and talk about your voice doppelganger but every little thing is a show uh, literally about every little thing if you have a question about something you call in you ask it, and she digs down into the facts of that thing. Um, she Just a few episodes here. Frozen food. How long is too long? Like, how long can you store frozen food, depending on what it is? They oh, talk, cool. They talk about, like, how long frozen fish is good for. Um, uh, pompons, like, the um, the cheerleading pompons, like, where those yeah. came from. Yeah. And the name. Um what happens inside of a jigsaw factory, like a jigsaw puzzle factory. Whoa. Yeah, so like really bizarre off the wall, like where did this thing come from or why is this thing the way that it is? Sure. She gets down to like talks to experts, figures out why it happens. Kind of like uh, stuff you should know. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Short, got- shorter episodes, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got, do you have more? I do have some more, yeah. Can I do a yeah. couple more yeah, and you do, a, do couple, a couple do, more? Do a couple more. All right, I'm going to do a couple silly ones. So uh, you actually introduced me to this one. It is... Uh, yes. Give me the name of it. Is it Smartless? It's Smartless, it's Smartless, yeah. Smartless, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Uh, it is... God. Jason, got, it's Jason Bateman, yeah. Will Arnett, and... Um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember his name right now? Yeah, because he's great too. Uh, he was Jack on Will and Grace. What's his name? Uh, Sean Hayes. Sean oh my Hayes. gosh, <laughs> Sean Hayes. Yeah. yeah, Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett. It's it's funny that uh, the Arrested Development names came to mind first before <laughs> uh, like Gob and uh, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, I also really like this podcast called "How Did This Get Made," and it's with okay. Paul Shear, June Raphael, and uh, Jason Menzukis. Okay. And it's Jason literally because it's hilarious. Oh Paul Shear is also just a gem. Yeah. But they they watch terrible movies and just complain about them in the best possible ways. 
Um, and then one more is this is less of a goofy one, but I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, it's called The Sporkful, and it's about food. Okay. And the whole premise is it's a it's a podcast for foodies or for eaters, not foodies. Okay. And so it's by let me get his name real quick. Oh my gosh, it actually just started instead of going to the notes. It's Dan Pashman. Okay. Who does it? And he actually started out with uh, Mark Marin at Radio for America. Okay. And he goes and just like. He goes into like very cultural things about food and it's very multicultural and very like it's great. It's I I love it. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um last ones I'll mention here. Um if you're a fan of the office like Tom and I are. Oh my gosh. Office Ladies from Earwolf is hosted by Angela Kenzie and Jenna Fisher, who play Angela and PM yeah. on the I show. I can't get into it. It's they, weird for me to hear them out of character. Every episode is a recap and behind the scenes stories about that episode. Um, I know you listened to this one, Tom, 99% Invisible with Roman Mars. So good. Um, the untold stories about the 99% of, uh, of things that in this world that are designed and you just don't really realize it. Yeah. They did a whole episode on- I think he's from Cleveland too, or Shaker Heights or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Shaker Heights. Um, but, uh, Roman Mars, he's just, he's very soothing to listen to. He has very bass. He's got such a radio voice. Yeah. And, um, like he did a whole episode on, on the shape of, of road signs, which was fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, Reply All from Gimlet Media, which is again now owned by Spotify. That's hosted by That's Alex, a great one too. Alex Goldman and PJ Vote. I cannot get enough of those two. They now have a new uh, co-host, um, Emmanuel Joji, on the show, who's huh. just incredible. Um, Heavyweight uh, with Jonathan Goldman is a great one. Um, Slow Burn uh, hmm. from Slate. Uh, each season goes through what we perceive as past events as like very happening very fast but in the moment they were a slow burn hmm. so like the first episode is um or the first season is man a- i can't wait to hear that w- the podcast that they do about covid <laughs> oh right man so they did a season on uh, the nixon watergate scandal yeah they did a season on the clinton scandal they did a season on uh the biggie and tupac murders they did uh, a season on the rise of David Duke. And what's the name of the podcast again? Slow Burn. Slow Burn. Yes. Okay. So, so good. And the last one I'll mention is from Gimlet as well. It was kind of like a one-off season, but I thought it was so, so good. It was called Uncivil, untold stories uh, during the Civil War era um, about spies, about um, uh, espionage, about um, all kinds of things that you really didn't realize happened during the Civil War Hmm. And it's uh, it's it's a uh, uh, black produced show. It's just an amazing uh, backstories of and untold stories of of the Civil War era. Oh, um, cool! Told told in very very cool ways. That's awesome. So those are my recommendations. Since you gave like seven, I'm going to give two more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'll give a few more. So I I realized I didn't cover any uh, hockey or watch podcasts. Oh, geez. So first one is Front Nationwide. Let me. Uh, I actually want to figure out. Uh, so uh, the Front Nationwide podcast has Aaron Portsline and Allison Lucan on it. They're both really good. Also, Thirty One Thoughts, the podcast is really good. Uh, it's about hockey, and it's got one of my favorite hockey sports writers and announce like tough people within uh, hockey. Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman are both really good. And then for watches, I really like uh, the Grey NATO. It's all about like adventuring and kind of centered around watches a little bit. Both of them, Jason Heaton and James Stacy, are really good on it. Um, and then I think that's that's good for now. I yeah. think. Yeah. We'll put a, we'll put we'll put the names of all of these podcasts in our show notes. For I'm gonna sure. have to edit the crap out of me stumbling through all those. Things. <laughs> uh. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for a great year. Thanks for listening to the state of our podcast. Um, you Thank ca- you so much, guys. Yeah, we really appreciate all of you sure. guys and the feedback that we've gotten from some of you guys that have come into the shop and like. Yep. It's been it's been great. Hey Monty. Hey Monty. <laughs> Listen to us on car rides. Um, hey Moisha. I always <laughs> love hearing hearing what you have to say about what we're doing here. It's always great. It, yeah. It's yeah. So meaningful. As always, you know you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music. 
Uh, you can share your photos with us on Instagram at the number two weird camera beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. And you can also send any images or questions to the number two weird camera beards at MPEX.com. I don't have my notes in front of me, but I'm going to give it a whirl. A Go. special thanks to our magical and marvelous uh, executive producer, Matty O'Neill. You nailed it. Matty O'Neill. And thank you to our president of Midwest Photo, Moisha Applebaum, our VP, Ken Lewis. Thank you guys for letting us come in here and just ramble about nonsense for an hour and a half <laughs> or more some days. And yeah, we yeah. appreciate you guys. And we did have a nice special appearance today. I do. Ha okay. And I've got a quote. Oh, you've got a quote too? Yeah. Okay. So we had a special appearance today from our own Cheyenne Banks. Shout out to Cheyenne. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, my quote today is: I'm just quoting our uh, bookkeeper, Marty. Okay, Marty gets a Marty yeah. gets a shout out too for the quote today. What's, yeah. what's Marty's quote? So there are rough days that we go to the back, and I need like a check cut or something, and that that's not what makes the day rough. But there there are some days, and I don't know. We vent to each other and stuff like that about different things and sure. And what her her thing that she likes to say is, I'm just going to bless it and call it good and send it on its way. And it's like, <laughs> that's what I'm doing to 2020 is just bless it, say it, it's good and move on. And <laughs> we're all better for it. And we'll, we'll improve from here. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, Marty. Thanks, Marty. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.